Hello and welcome to Real Speak Real English with Andrew. English in context. If you've got an intermediate to advanced level of English, you will benefit from this podcast totally in English. You're going to learn idiomatic expressions, phrasal verbs, grammar, and vocabulary, all completely in context with Andrew, the most patient English teacher on the internet. Hello, 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 and uh, well, this is the second podcast today. I'm recording this about 20 minutes after recording the previous one, and this is still not the scripted version that I had prepared. This is something totally different, uh, off at a tangent, off at a different angle, talking about something else. So what piqued my interest, what got me interested was, well... I was reading some IELTS questions today and one of them was about modern means of communication versus traditional means of communication. You know, electronic communication versus analogue communication. Email against writing. Chat, instant messenger against picking up a landline. (laughs) A landline? Does anybody remember that? It was like a phone that was connected to your building. You couldn't walk around with it. Uh, A landline against mobile communication. Well, latterly, in the end, you could walk around with a landline because you had the base station that was connected to the wall and then a hands-free set that you could walk around the house with and call people on. But before that, you were stuck with a telephone connected to the wall that you could use to call people. And when the internet was invented, you could either use the internet or the telephone. If you were on the internet and somebody tried to phone you, they'd get the engaged or busy tone, which meant that you were out of reach of communication because the internet went through the same line as the phone. This was before broadband that we have now, or fiber optic. This is when the internet was dial up. You had to dial your internet service provider and they went through your phone line and it was really slow and by modern standards it was truly awful there was no such thing as YouTube you couldn't have watched a music video it would have taken you about an hour hour and a half to download it and then watch a three-minute video not worth the pain um, just not worth the effort useless but this was traditional communication against modern communication and it was quite interesting in some of the contexts that people use modern communication methods. And I got thinking about it, thinking, you know, there's obviously a lot of advantages for modern communication methods. You know, if you're using WhatsApp or Messenger or WeChat, I suppose, or any other instant messaging communication software, you can send a message to somebody, you know if they've read it, and they'll message you back. And email is the same, you know. You send an email, it goes straight to the recipient, they can read it immediately. You don't have to to worry about phoning them and getting in direct contact with them and having an actual live conversation. Um, So some of the differences between these methods, well, (laughs) the obvious method, if you go, like, straight to the truth, is that digital is instant whereas analog or traditional is not you know you could write a letter to somebody and post it 
they might get it a day later two days later three days later it doesn't matter it's not instant but then you could look at writing a letter to somebody as being more like I don't know personal intimate you're sharing more of your time with that person simply by spending time dedicating that time to handcrafting to writing a letter by hand to explaining your thoughts your ideas to explain what you want to share with that person in a long format by actually sitting down and writing it whereas by email well it it can be more it can still be as intimate uh it can still be as heartfelt but it's it, it it's not the same as actually reading something in somebody's handwriting um but by email you can send a long form message you know paragraphs pages explaining what you want to explain the same as you could with a written letter i suppose the clues in the name email electronic mail it was designed to replace the postal service to an extent it's largely used by business now um but then you've got the sort of instant messenger apps where you don't really need to have a full blown or a complete discussion you can just send send thoughts or ideas or basic messages you know like good morning how are you hope you're okay yeah hope to speak to you later we'd like to see you later what do you think of this and they're short ideas and then now obviously we've got emojis the little pictures of smiley faces happy faces grumpy faces pizzas hamburgers whatever emojis can be used to send a range of emotions to people in a very direct way but can emoji actually you know replace a proper conversation i don't think it can if i if i send you an emoji message now and it was a triangle of pizza and a question mark then you'd probably understand that as you know do you want to go for pizza now you could answer yes or no it's quite direct it's a very direct way of communicating but if i sent you the triangle of pizza and a question mark as an emoji you'd understand that you can answer yes or no but using emoji you couldn't really say well do you know what no i don't fancy peaches pizza just now i've just eaten i'm not really hungry can we go out tomorrow or in a couple of hours time or maybe next week those kind of abstract meanings can't be conveyed by emoji so that's never really gonna fully replace language um and then you've got internet slang which is constantly evolving you know like lol laugh out loud doesn't really mean that anymore um you normally with lol you'd tell a joke and somebody would reply lol because they're laughing out loud the joke is funny or rofl roll on floor laughing because they were sharing a joke with you they were appreciating your sense of humor lol now doesn't really mean that lol can be something as boring as um just gone to the shop again lol there's nothing funny about that it's been grammaticalized it's something that people use to provoke an action from somebody else it's not necessarily really funny you know gone to the shops again lol what's funny about that 
it's just trying to share a feeling or an emotion with somebody else anyway um other things that vary between electronic and traditional communication there are still some taboos there are still things that you would not talk about using electronic conversation for imagine uh for example sorry to imagine if you received a text message or a whatsapp message or a messenger message from a friend to tell you that another close friend was seriously ill well that would be taboo that would be unacceptable for me anyway i don't know what it's like for you um something of that sort of gravity or that seriousness i would expect a phone call or even better a face-to-face -face personal interaction you know but these these days of coronavirus in, in well in this country i don't know about yours but face-to-face -face interactions kind of frowned upon people don't look look upon that as being a good idea it's another way of spreading the virus blah 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 i'm not getting into that because we've just gone back into restrictions in the uk and it's really depressing and i don't want to get into that but there are some things you can communicate via traditional methods that you really ought not to or you shouldn't communicate using modern instant messaging technology but then conversely or to the opposite kind of side of things there are things that you really these days don't need to convey in a long form traditional handwritten letter or landline you know phone message it's good to phone somebody up and chat and spend a long time catching up with old friends or family members that live far away from you but that tends to be done on a mobile these days and then you've got whatsapp groups or messenger groups and things like that that you can share photos and share ideas but perhaps if you're talking with somebody from one of the older generations who doesn't have access to mobile technology or computing technology and still uses a landline that at least you can phone them off your mobile from your mobile and it connects to their landline and you can have a good old conversation and I, you know I think this type of conversation is really important because you can you can get to the bottom of things you can you know talk about detail you can thrash things out you can have a real good old-fashioned discussion the way communication should be long-form interesting intimate a really nice conversation there's nothing to replace it and in that respect just sending emails back into it's not up to scratch it doesn't cut the mustard it doesn't do what you want it to do so email in my opinion anyway if i was going to answer this ielts question this is <laughs> i'd have gone way over time by now i'd have been thrown out of the ielts examination room because I've been talking about this same question for probably at least 10 minutes now. But if I was going to answer this question about the difference between modern and traditional communicative technology, I wouldn't just answer the question about, you know, one's digital and one's analogue. I'd go into the emotion of it. I'd sort of tell a story about maybe phoning my grandmother or something like that. She doesn't have access to digital technology. She has a landline. And it's really nice to be able to phone up and talk and have a good old conversation put the worlds to right put the world to rights you know get things off your chest
and just have a good conversation. But then other sort of throwaway conversations or, you know, rapid conversation, just sharing of basic concepts or ideas, then instant messenger, WhatsApp, it serves. It's really good. You know, I can send a message to my brother saying, have you listened to this song? Attach a link. He can reply, yeah, it's good or no, but I will soon. And it's the sharing of one idea, whereas a conversation is a deep, touching sharing of many ideas, many feelings. So in a fast moving world with online instant messaging, there's still a place for traditional communication, long form phone calls. I'm not so sure about letter writing. Um, I think a phone call is more personal, it's more important, it's live, it's direct. Um, letter writing is something I have not indulged in since about 1995, if I'm honest. Um, email seems to serve for that you know whether it's work email personal emails to family members when i was living abroad initially before social media exploded i used to send emails to my parents for example to explain how we were doing how we were getting on then facebook came on hand you didn't have to you could share photographs we're here this is a picture of it this is what we're doing we're having a good time you know or you don't tend to put bad things on Facebook or today Instagram, you know. It's kind of a false sphere. People share what's good, what's interesting, what makes them possibly influences, you know, what makes them look really interesting, like they're having a good life. You don't tend to see many posts on social media of, oh, I'm having a really bad day, my hair's a mess, I've woken up feeling like, well, feeling ill. Or whatever. People don't put that. They like to share what they perceive to be positive and good. And that in turn puts pressure on people. Because people see other people having a good life. Going here and there. Doing interesting things. Having interesting experiences. Eating interesting meals and interesting restaurants. Going to interesting places. Interesting countries. And meeting interesting people. And that puts pressure on people to think that they have to live the same life. Whereas what they share on social media... Is the positive. They don't share the bad stuff, you know. Woke up this morning, felt really bad, felt really rough. Needed to have paracetamol to kill the pain or, oh, I'm going through such anguish, such pain in my life at the moment. I've lost my job. I can't make ends meet. I've got no money. People don't put that on social media. So it's a kind of a false place. It gives a un unrealistic expectations. It can be a unrealistic place to get your opinion of how other people live their lives so that's a real big downside to modern communication the good side obviously is you can communicate with your friends family relatives from a distance you know hundreds thousands other side of the planet miles away doesn't matter or even across the street or as you see increasingly across the table in restaurants I say no, that, that that really gets my goat. This is a word I used, a phrase I used in the previous recording. That really angers me when I see people sitting using social media to communicate with one another across a table in a restaurant. Or people are right with friends, but they're communicating with other friends on social media. Well, that doesn't make the friends that you're with physically at that moment feel good. 
because they know that you're talking with somebody else who's probably not there. It, it, it's a weird kind of connection of different ways of communicating these days. So the differences between traditional and modern means or methods of communication are enormous. Each method has its pros and cons, its advantages and disadvantages, its benefits, its drawbacks, but each has to be used responsibly and in the appropriate context, I believe. Um, what I'm doing now is a very modern method of communicating. I'm communicating with you um, through podcasts, but then, is it? Radio has been around for donkey's years, for such a long time. But I suppose radio was always live and direct. This is recorded. You can listen to this again and again. You can take some of my phrases and expressions and use them, I hope, to help improve your English. Anyway, that was just a little kind of thought provocation from an IELTS question that I was reading this afternoon. Actually, from a question paper from this month um, as a part two. I've gone way longer than I wanted to do with this because obviously in IELTS I wouldn't have time to kind of ramble on to discuss a topic at such length. But I hope you can take some of the ideas from this and expand on them. Um, anyway, if you find this useful, and thank you for listening to the end, please leave some comments or give me an email. All the social media is on Podbean or uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. The contact information is there. Possibly you can access the YouTube channel too. Um, leave me some comments about things you would like me to talk about. And that's where I'm going to leave this podcast for this evening because it's getting really long and as I haven't written this with a transcript in front of me this is just nearly 20 minutes of me talking about an idea I'm going to go have to go back through this podcast and write a transcript and for 20 minutes of transcript that takes me about three hours it's not a small undertaking anyway thanks for listening to the end and I hope to speak to you soon bye bye And thank you for listening to the end of this episode. As always, if you'd like to find the transcriptions, please visit our website, www.realspeak.uk, or in the bottom of the podcast here, you can find the transcription too. And thank you for listening. Take care. See you next time. <laughs>